Hi there this is Sheila Bajaj welcome to episode number 28 welcome to my podcast and today i'm going to talk about what are the signs that you need to look out for uh before getting into a relationship so that you can avoid being disappointed later i've had this request come in from someone who wanted me to talk about this subject so i thought today uh this episode goes out to all those people who are looking for a relationship so let's start with um expectations we have a whole lot of expectations when it comes to relationship we have a a list of check boxes and a lot of times we're looking for that ideal someone um uh, to fill all those check boxes we're looking for uh someone who can you know just go check 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 and all of this somewhere is something that we create with uh an idealization of what we see a perfect relationship to be where are we getting these guidelines from we're getting these guidelines from movies we're getting these guidelines from books we're getting these uh guidelines from um netflix series uh and different places we're also getting it from instagram we're also getting it from people posting about an ideal relationship and what their ideal relationship is so does this is does this work in reality i'm not sure and i don't want to comment on that but what do you what do you look out for when you're getting into a relationship um some of the things that people don't see are the negative signs well if the positives are there great the ones that don't check for you you got to see whether it works for you or not but i'm focusing today on how to avoid disappointment or how to avoid getting into a situation where you're stuck now a lot of people don't realize that we have a natural tendency a lot of a lot of people have a natural tendency to gravitate towards a toxic relationship if you've noticed a lot of people with a low self worth okay and you may not agree right now that you have low self worth if you're listening and you're attracting negative people in your life toxic people or partners who are not treating you well then it's probably because you have low self worth So a lot of times uh women and men who probably have been in some kind of an abusive situation or who have been in a toxic environment from when they've been a child get into relationships where they are submissive and a lot of times we gravitate towards toxic people because it matches how we treat ourselves it matches how we look at ourselves when our, the other person doesn't treat us so great it sort of matches that reality of ours that benchmark that we've set for ourselves and that's probably why we're attracted to that kind of person a lot of people have met the good boy the good girl and felt repelled to that person it's so common for people to say this person is too nice okay or too sweet and what's the problem with too sweet someone who gives you so much kindness so much love sometimes is boring because we want that excitement and the excitement comes with drama the excitement also comes with someone treating you not so great and that comes from lack of self worth so the first sign that i'm going to talk about is if someone doesn't treat you right if someone doesn't treat you as an equal if someone is sexist if someone is um you know thinking of you as lesser dominating you or trying to control you in any form telling you what to do what not to do is a sign it's definitely a red flag 
a lot of people don't look at it as that in the beginning of a relationship but it's true you've got to look at the red flags you've got to look at um you know a person in a relationship that makes you feel less of yourself also sometimes who love bombs you uh you know you go through this whole phase of overwhelm where you feel like you're the best person on this planet you're the ideal partner and at the same time slips in these little lines of insult or this li- these little lines of control you know a lot of times people who are controlling and who are abusive will overwhelm you with the kind of affection and love chemistry all of the above but in between that there are going to be layers of insult of criticism of making you feel less of yourself now i've been through a toxic relationship in the past actually a toxic marriage so i i really speak from experience and there's no one perhaps i'm sure there are a lot of people but yeah i i i definitely have an authority to speak on this because i was the boss of being in a toxic relationship and i only seemed to attract toxic partners why I guess my self-worth was at rock bottom. It was down in the gutter and I attracted a person who made me feel and it matched that feeling that I felt about myself. Now at the time when I attracted that toxic relationship was I aware that I had low self-worth no. Would I admit agree that I had low self-worth no. Because it's something that we feel subconsciously. we also have these ideal expectations that a person will do this and will do that for us sometimes over promising so when something's too good to be true in a relationship and when the person doesn't um doesn't follow through whatever they're talking about it's probably a sign to look out for you want a person who'll who'll do what they say and say what they do you definitely don't want someone who's going to promise you the moon and then make you feel like chiller make you feel like you're less a lot of people are okay with feeling less because they feel the love compensates for it it's not okay the love will never com- compensate for abuse the love will never compensate for a person treating you less and a lot of times we ignore the negatives because we look at all the positives and all the places that their charisma overpowers all of the negative we don't see through these signs because you know like they say love is blind love is blind deaf dumb all of the above our sense of um feeling you know feeling wanted and needed is so strong our need of being needed is so strong that it doesn't make us realize where we are not being treated right So I've seen a lot of people who get into negative relationships actually justify bad behavior, actually justify abusive behavior. If someone yelled at you, screamed at you, they justified themselves. Because somewhere the neediness in you uh justifies the neediness in you is so needy that it it gets so addicted to this overwhelm of love and affection and this love bombing that this person does. that it's something that you just can't let go of because it now becomes the drug that you're hanging on to it now becomes something that you're holding on to for dear life because now you're so dependent on this person's over affection and over love that you're ready to you know you're ready to tolerate any of the negative because now there's this fear of losing this person what if i don't get love like this anymore 
Now, I'm going to definitely say one thing. There are a species of people out there. It could be men. It could be women. There are a species of people out there who go to this extreme. They, when they love you, they love you or they overwhelm you with the extreme uh, gestures of love. And when they tend to be abusive or toxic, it goes to the other end of the spectrum. And I guess it's this roller coaster that creates that adventure and creates all of that magic and chemistry. Because no one wants mediocre. No one wants boring. And it's really something to think about. Because that little 1% of something that, that pricks you in the beginning becomes the 99% later. It's something you can't ignore. When in a relationship a person tells you not to do something, when in a relationship a person tells you how to behave, how to sit, how to walk, how to talk, how to dress, or if they try to change your personality, that's a red flag there. You want to watch out for all of these red flags that are blaring in your face because someday they're going to consume you and one day you're going to lose yourself. And you'll keep tolerating it till a point the scale tips and you're going to be like, oh my God, I can't deal with this anymore. And then it's over. But why get to that level? If you can already see the signs of toxicity, you want to break it off right there. But because we have lived in society which makes uh, people who are angry, makes their anger okay, makes abuse okay, and there are constantly people who are justifying toxic behavior. There are, there are people enabling it. And by thinking it's okay to receive it, you also become an enabler. And in some sort of a sense, uh, the more you depend on that person, the more the person overpowers you. The more meek and needy you become, the more the person, their abuse and their dominance becomes more. So it's sort of like a double-edged sword that, you know, whichever way you look at it, you get hurt. You're holding, you're holding it from either side and you're getting hurt. You're getting, you're bleeding. But you can avoid all of that if you look at a relationship that's contributive. You may not be going through the roller coaster. The chemistry and biology may not be that high. It may not be crazy. But there is a lot of nurturing care and affection. And sometimes a person wants the roller coaster. So one of the signs that I tell people to look out for for themselves is are you seeking a roller coaster? Are you seeking drama in your life? Are you seeking uh, chaos in your life? Because I think our need for wanting adventure, drama, um, you know, just some action in your life is so much. You know, we do so many things for that adrenaline rush that, you know, we... We, we often don't realize that, you know, this rush is something that we seek even by getting into a negative or a toxic relationship. And that's something that everyone should think about is that if I'm attracting people who are toxic to me, am I seeking this? Am I actually being an invitation to a toxic relationship? And that comes from really acknowledging that, yeah, maybe maybe a nurturing person is too boring for me. And maybe I'm attracting this drama because some, there's something I love about all of this exhilaration. It's like instead of you going bungee jumping, you're getting into a relationship that takes you bungee jumping every day. 
Yeah, and toxic relationships are like bungee jumping. You feel you're going to die, you feel you're rock bottom and then there's this rush and then there's this joy and then there's this danger and then you're just playing with fire. So it's just food for thought for all the people out there who are getting into a relationship. Watch out for these signs. If someone is too good to be true, they probably are too good to be true. If something is too nice and if something is so unreal, you want to take a few steps back, give yourself a breather and really look at it. Give it time and and wait till, you know, you start seeing the real person. Because everyone in a relationship first wears their, wears their mask. So you want to wait for the mask to come off and then take a few steps forward. So that's all I had time for today. And we're going to talk about another interesting topic next time. Until then, uh, send me your comments. I would love to hear from you uh, on Sheila at Sheila.com. Do check my blog, my website, Sheila.com. Uh, do follow my Instagram at Sheila M. Bajaj. And I would love to hear from each one of you. Uh, do leave a review if any of this made any sense to you. And do forward it to anyone who might want to listen to this.